What is going on? Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Off the Dome Radio. Uh, we appreciate uh, you letting us penetrate your ears on this beautiful Tuesday. I uh, hope everyone is having a good start to your day, good start to your afternoon. If you're listening a little bit later, you had to get that, that meeting in this morning. Had to, had to crush a few more a few more sales numbers. Maybe you had to deliver a new new mat, a new uniform, Tim. Their mats, not rugs. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I Come hate, on, Cintas. I hate, I hate when people call them rugs. Yeah. They're mats, the yeah. floor protection mats. Yeah, Cintas makes rugs. Um, so today, today we get into, we got some more interesting uh, things in the current events. I bring up a little surgery um, action that this one guy's been going through. But first we talk about Mexico City. Unfortunately, been having quite the run of... Uh, Gang-related activity from extortion, racketeering, homicides, still dealing with some drug trafficking. Uh, so we talk about the numbers. Um, unfortunately, again, shocking uh, to see uh, how gang activity has treated Mexico City. Uh, and then this guy is turning himself into a Marvel character via surgery. So we get into that a little bit more. Tim, take me through some current events. Yeah, so the city of San Francisco just became the first major city to ban facial recognition by the facial recognition software by the police and other agencies. Uh, Slate and I give our opinions on this, what we think about it. We talk about how do we find the balance between using facial recognition for public safety and not making it so it's intrusive and oppressive on people's daily lives like it has shown in different areas of the world. Uh, So we get into that. Um, We also talk about... Vita Coco. Is it Vita Coco or Vita? I, I wouldn't say Vita Coco, but I've been wrong before. Yeah, well, the uh, the coconut water brand, so they launched a new marketing campaign. I love those marketing campaigns. And they did it a very unconventional way, but a very effective way. So they targeted their number one haters on the internet. They created a commercial out of it. They've created a new social media management strategy out of it, and we love it. Yeah, they had some really creative things that they did, so... Yeah, some funny interactions, we'll get into that. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Um, Then we we go into our RLEs, those are real-life experiences. Uh, Today, I I talked about uh, the importance of being present, Um, even if if you've got some struggles going on, like when when it's time to celebrate with with good friends and family and really just be present and and try to let everything go for a little bit. Uh, We talk about that. Uh, and then book talk, I admitted to uh, doing something I said I probably w- would try harder not to do. I started a fresh book while I'm still finishing a couple others, but um, some some good stuff I needed to, to read about uh, my current stage in life. So, so Tim, uh, what do you have for RLEs and book talk today? Yeah, so I talk about the benefits of drinking water. I think we all know that water is good for us, uh, but I've kind of experimented with upping my water intake to solve some of the daily issues I've been facing, such as headaches and my energy not being sustained throughout the day because I'm trying to defer to more natural ways of getting energy. And we talk about how water's done that for me um, and the benefits of water that you really need to be educated about. So that'll help you kind of up your intake. Uh, We also talk about three easy rules to achieve marketing success according to an MBA professor uh, from New York University. These three things, they're so simple. You don't have to be like highly like skilled in a specific area. You just have to be good at these three things involving uh, your relationships with people. And they're simple to do, but they make you so memorable. They make you so valuable in other people's eyes. Uh, We'll talk about these three things on the show. Um, And then I end with a little tidbit from the 80-20 principle book by Richard Koch. Um, involving high value uses of your time. So I know you guys are going to get a lot of value from this. 
If you get 30 seconds out of your 24-hour day, feel free to leave us a review on iTunes. Tell us what we're doing right. Uh, tell us ways we can, even, even we can improve. Or if you can think of anybody that would be a good uh, guest for the show, slip into our DMs and let us know. We uh, value Slide what, right in. <laughs> we, we value what you guys have to say. Uh, so without further ado, knock out your Tuesday. Kill it. Help someone. Find your purpose in life. Episode 53. Enjoy. mentioned this recently but san francisco banned facial recognition so uh, in terms like with what uh facial recognition software used by the police and other agencies so this is like the first why they ban it invasion of privacy oh good grief yeah so eight to one vote by the board of supervisors like i said makes san francisco the first major city to do it um and yeah police have been using it to, to search for both the small criminals as well as like the high profile ones and yeah so the civil liberty groups that banned it or force it to ban think it's it's turning into like an overly suppressive force i guess into people's daily lives which i guess you can make that case but i get i guess the biggest question here is how do we find the balance between using facial recognition for public safety and not being, like I said, overly oppressive in people's lives. So. so what are your thoughts on this? I don't know. I think that I think that we should still have it, but I think that it should be like cr- like regulation should craft it in a way that is only used for public safety. Like I feel like when it gets to the point where people like companies. Well, it's not like people at the police station are, hmm, let me look at some faces today just right. for shits and gigs. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like. But the question is, like, is can people hack into this stuff? Like, do do, do companies have this stuff? Does the question is, does Apple have this stuff with our with our phone? And one, you can hack into anything. Yeah. Not that I know how to do it, but people can do anything uh-huh. with tech. I don't know. I I'm not a fan of this from a public safety aspect. Like, if you want to get mad about privacy, don't own a phone, a smart TV, don't have any of that shit. Mm-hmm. No computer. Uh, like, h- how do you think you look at things that are advertised to you that you never even looked up, but you talked about it 20 minutes ago with your friend in that room? Okay. Yeah. You want to talk about privacy? Let's go there too. Let's play this game. Mm-hmm. Like, because, oh, yeah, the government this, government that. Like, you have, you mic'd yourself once you got a cell phone. Like all these smartphones, like they listen. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, and, and that's not just government; that's like private entities. Uh huh. Like so, yeah. Let's talk all forms of privacy then. Crack your phone in half, torch it, and do the same with anything that you own yeah. that has a microphone. Yeah, because the exposure is already out there. Exactly. With everything else. Exactly. So. And it's like people put how much of their lives on social media already anyway. Mm-hmm. This just expedites it. To where they're like, okay, we're worried about criminals and terrorists, okay? <laughs> Not Mrs. Jones right down the block. Yeah. Unless she's low-key, you know, she's wheeling and dealing some crack. I don't <laughs> know. Um, but Do you think can they use it for that? I guess they... 
I mean, look, that, it, public it, safety, public safety, I think like, is the biggest think thing. Think about, but. and maybe this is me getting too much into movies, but like known associates of someone, like you need to find, like if you mm -hmm. can find someone linked to them, like mm -hmm. that still helps. We do that with terrorist organizations all the time. Yeah. I don't know. Th this is interesting. I'm not a huge fan. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have the we have the technology. I mean, it's the best technology. Like it, it's that's yeah. If we have the ability to be able to sync it with any type of software or system, we should we should use it. I mean, and I think we we eventually will. I think people are, people just take a look at China and real and look at what it's done over there in mm -hmm. terms of people's daily lives and maybe fear that. But like I said, we should have it. But we can we can do it different than China. Regulate it different to the point where it doesn't intrude. Yeah, but. like s someone, you know commits a murder at an intersection or something or you know does a drive by or something uh there's cameras on buildings and lights and everywhere if you can cross reference that photo to figure out who that person is who committed a crime now you're not able to even mm -hmm. do that now what yeah. maybe you never catch that person now maybe that was that was like the lead right you know What's just, crazy I'm about just saying is, I got to play the extreme here too. Yeah, and what's crazy is like San Francisco is one of the highest has one of the highest murder rates in the United States. Like it's not. Oh, I didn't know it's that. It's not a safe city. Well, not I wouldn't say it's funny, most, but, but it's one of the most. So it's just kind of ironic. But yeah, I thought that was yeah. interesting. That's uh, and what hmm. and like what like the board of supervisors like what power do they have like who uh, enough, how can I how, guess, how dude, can they, they how enough. can they overrule. Like how this get put into place the first like d didn't like the government or something put this in? There there had to be what, and this is just uh, a, a thought an assumption. Um, some at whatever level, politics there were decisions made, mm -hmm. maybe a a bill drafted and and reviewed and passed uh, through the city of San Francisco through their um, courts and town halls and things. I don't know. That's that's a guess, but. That could could happen. Mm -hmm. um, now, see where I get stuck is when it deals with like public safety like that. Like they're arguing, not that they're arguing against public safety, but they're arguing more for just privacy than the safety of the greater good, if you will. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of different ways to go about it, but that's ultimately what's happening. Yeah. So, you know. Which side of the fence are you going to play on that one? Mm -hmm. I'm all for public safety. Yeah, I mean, look, use my picture. I don't care. I was you ain't committing any crimes here soon. Great face for radio. So, yeah, right? Great face. <laughs> Just a kid who enjoys driving around in his truck. Don't worry yeah. about me. What's up, camera? Yeah, I'll, I'll smile at that red light. Good. Um, hmm. All right. Ah, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. We'll keep you updated on that, see if any other major cities move that same direction. But they're the first, San Francisco. So, yeah. so we'll see uh, if that this starts a chain movement. Speaking of crime, uh, I was reading this article on Vice uh, oh, about yeah. the Mexico City uh, gangs and homicide rates and all that. Um, it's getting worse. And this, so, did, this article scared me when I read it. It's, it's pretty twisted. And so... There were more than 250 homicides in the city in the first three months of this year. Uh, it's 35% increase uh, than the same period last year, and a 75% increase than uh, 2016. So that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot going, going the wrong way. 
And then there was a story about this guy, uh, Raimundo Lopez. Hope I said that right. Well, explain the background as to what, why that is with like the the, the groups and, and the small markets. And well, I mean, you can argue different things for crime. You can say crime is driven by poverty or just. Well, no, I'm just talking about the. Uh... The gangs, like what they do now, because a lot of these oh gang- extortion yeah. of businesses, um, mm-hmm. so they destroy small business, and that's so that's where I was going. So good, good little segue there. But uh, racketeering, extortion, murder, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, all, all the things that gangs can and do do. And they used to only do drugs. Right? I mean, like they were at first. They're drugs. trying to exit drug trafficking a little more uh, mm-hmm. from the article, but it's not like they still don't do it. Right. They're still drug dealers too. But now they're kind of evolving into more of a all-inclusive like we're gonna attack small businesses and do extortion right now right right like going after the little guy now yeah the innocent people who are trying to make money so this guy uh raimundo uh who is and this is how the article put it so i don't know what all this means head of an association association that claims to represent hundreds of informal businesses in downtown mexico city i don't know what kind of head or uh, association but that's that's what it read and so after he kind of spoke out about uh, against the gangs and what's going on and, you know, uh, sending uh, signed letters to, um, you know, their, their representatives uh, of whatever nature, the mayor, um, things that might be able to do something. And within a matter of days of being public about that, he was murdered. <laughs> so uh, take that. As you will, but I don't think that's some small coincidence. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was shot, so seven times. Yeah, seven times. <laughs> Getting out of his car innocently. And uh, how close was this to when he announced that? It was uh, probably it was days. Day, yeah, it was days. It was very fast. Um, so yeah, that's. I don't know what's gonna happen down there. Talked about the mayor saying that they were gonna look into things to do X, Y, and Z. You know what that sounds like that oh, yeah we're gonna we're gonna try to look into some things like what well you, you got murders going down like it's it's nothing yeah i mean but that's also a dangerous game like this dude just got offed for speaking out right and i was reading i read through that and they were talking about like the name of this group is called like la union or something like that la union la union yeah, whatever however yeah. you say it in Spanish. Yeah. union like that <laughs> um but they were saying how how this group that they're talking about even came into formation was the city eventually tried to create a group to stop crime. And this, mm-hmm. these, they were initially good. They were there to prevent racketeering. They collected small fees from the business owners in return for them blocking. Mm-hmm. But then it, it got to the point where you pay us to protect you, but now you pay us or we'll hurt you. Right. It kind of turned into that. Right. So I just, I just, and there's just so much corruption down there. And the whole question I was asking is like, where's the police and all this? But they're corrupt themselves. Mm-hmm. So. It's just and, it's depressing to read about, man. Right, and and that guy had said uh, Lopez had said, you know, he wouldn't be surprised if eventually, like, you know, communally, commercially, people start to have their own self defense systems, whatever that might be. Mm-hmm. They're gonna start taking matters into their own hands. That's that's how war happens. Get the AI down there. No, I'm just kidding. My goodness, dude. <laughs> so just. That's tough, man. I mean, so this backwards. Thing. Yeah, like if I, I wouldn't want to live in that. No, dude. Who who would? Yeah. Who would? I guess that's why you got all the immigration, right? 
It's got to be one of the reasons people just want to get out of there. Because it's probably like that yeah. all over Mexico. Good and bad. Yeah. You know, um, and, and that's the thing. It's like, we don't need to get in that whole debate today, but people want to complain about how awful America is. That's awful. Yeah. Having that kind of crime rates and just corruption knowingly in your city, like, that's awful. That That's not prime living condition. Yeah. I think we're doing okay. Yeah. Imagine the public greens restaurant down the road. Someone just walks in the front door. Hey, give me, give me $2,000 or something. Yeah. Or there's a Molotov in in their window, you know, like, yeah, this sucks, man. Yeah. I don't like that. But so hopefully someone does something, but, uh, man, that's, that's tough too. When, when people are getting hunted down like that as well and the people who are trying to step up and make positive change end up getting killed days yeah. later that's just got to be demoralizing yeah it's just like <laughs> that's when people start to get the well what's the point i don't want to die their profit margins are so little anyway but they don't want to die Man. i don't know i don't have the answer right now yeah I don't, me think, I don't think i will but we'll get back to you on that <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i ever will have that answer yeah but uh can Hope and pray. Someone will do something. You push people to a certain limit, they'll do something. Oh, yeah. So, Which is also scary to think about. Survival but, mode. Yeah. Kicks in. We still all have it. Yeah. I mean, this is this is its purest form right here. Yeah. Down, down to the last straw, last line of defense. Jeez. All right, let's, let's move on. All right. Let's get a little happier. You got yeah. something happy? Yeah, have you? <laughs> well, it depends. You like coconut water? I do. Yeah, so this one's about coconut water. So Vita Coco, which is pretty much the main coconut water brand. Like the tall box that everyone gets. Tall box with yeah. the... Oh, you got one right there. Oh, yeah, with the pine trees. Yeah, this article that I've I read. I've had that, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. So they... I, I like how you pulled it out of the garbage and threw <laughs> it back on the floor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, okay. I, I love marketing campaigns. I've talked about Coca-Cola's marketing campaign. And this new one by Vita Coco. Is pretty uh, is pretty uh, admirable what they're doing. So they're launching a new marketing campaign that is geared towards the hater niche. So <laughs> what they did is they scanned through the internet and gathered data on all the negative comments that people have said about coconut water, like how much it sucks, okay. how much Vita Coco sucks, and so they identified they like identified the internet's most negative people, like out of all this, like they they got like down to like top fifty or whatever. And so they ran a commercial. That starts out. We can post this, but pretty much starts out by like flashing all these negative tweets and negative reviews on the screen, uh-huh. and we're like, oh, and and they're like, we get it. People people hate it, but then they singled out a few of the top haters, and invited them to try their new uh, product that they put out. It's uh, it's this one like the the pressed coconut. It's like their new their new product. Okay. So they they got them to try it. They like singled out the the, the biggest people. Like, hey, you try this, and they shut they showed him trying it on camera and they all either liked it or had a more positive review of it. Huh? So I thought that was interesting. And like they're not only they're doing it on their commercials, but they, they are like, we talk about how brands on social media, the more they engage with their fans, like the, the better, mm-hmm. more personal they are. So they've been engaging with hateful fans on like Twitter and like a positive and like a humorous way. So yeah. one, one guy, his name's, uh, Tony Poznanski, I don't even know who that is, but he's verified on oh. Twitter. Um, and he said, 
I would rather drink your social media person's piss than drink coconut water. So, so Vita, Vita Coco sent back a picture of their social media person who runs their, their social media in the stall of the bathroom drinking what looks like piss out of a Vita Coco bottle. Oh, my god! And sent it back That's to this guy. Awesome. And the guy finally was like, okay, I'll back up. That's awesome. Well, see, that's why I like this because now the people that are doing the calling out are getting called out. Yeah. Live by the sword, die by it too. Like that, that, I don't know. I'm I'm a big fan of this because it's just like you never expect someone to like call you out for Mm -hmm. hating on their their product or service. And it's like these people kind of got got in in a sense. And it's like, you know, what, what a genius way to market and you still change their minds regardless of one guy rather drink. One of your employees piss, mm-hmm. which is weird fetish, man. But hey, yeah, you know, never tried it. Can't knock it. You know, no judgment, <laughs> much. Uh, so, yeah, I like this. I think that's pretty funny though too. Yeah, and the fact they did it with like humor, and uh-huh. they weren't like trying to throw throw salt back. You know, yeah, they, they, they weren't. Like, they kind of put them on Front Street a little bit, but in a positive and humorous with way. Something like that, you deserve it. Right. <laughs> No, and this speaks to a greater marketing lesson that a lot of businesses can take advantage of, the hater niche. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I notice it sometimes on Instagram when people put hateful comments on some, but the people who are like, take time to reply and be like, oh, we get it. I know it's not for you. Sorry that our product. And they try to understand like why they didn't yeah. like it in the first place or just saying like, thank you. Have a good day. Thanks for your feedback. Yeah. Like that, that speaks a lot about your brand. Like you can either ignore it, which is what most people do and is fine. Mm-hmm. Or you can get mad at it and get engaged in it, which makes it even worse. But the, I mean, it's a whole niche that brands can go after and, 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 and get people talking about it and engage. Cause at the end of the day, whether it's positive or negative engagement, like right. want to engage with everybody. And what it also does is, you know, now Vita Coco is like, okay, we have done this really, really well. We have a lot of people that really like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are the things that are still going wrong? You know, yeah. why, why are people, you know, why does someone want to drink piss over our coconut water? Let, let's unpack that a little bit. Yeah. That, that's a st- bold thing to say. I mean, not that he's literal, maybe, I don't know. Um, but it's like, okay, let's, let's figure that out. What is making someone want to say that? Something mm-hmm. is not going right. And now they're focusing on like, okay, this is really awesome, but we can still make it a little bit better. And it's not like they stopped producing. They just tweaked it as they kept going. As Gary Vee says, you, there's no perfection. You just got to keep going and, and improving. Mm-hmm. That's all they did. But they just did it, I think, a little more creatively in my mind. I think that's like people aren't really going to do that. Mm-hmm. That's hard. That's awkward. Like, but they made it a habit. So it's like, hey. Yeah. And made a commercial out of it and highlight and singled out. The Here movie. is our social media person. <laughs> See? I love it. Biatch. <laughs> Adding a special level of personality to their brand. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So. Thanks for bringing that up. That's mm-hmm. that's pretty funny. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so in the past, I have, just, not that I searched these out, but stumbled upon articles of people doing surgeries for this or that. Tim, we have more. It has not stopped. It is fueling this podcast. Tell tell the people. So this is what they want. Are, are you uh you like uh, superhero movies like Marvel and stuff like? Yeah, they are. Okay. Um, had you seen first Captain America? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he's in more than just Captain America. But Red Skull, are you familiar with yep. that? Okay. Oh, yeah, looks like, yep. All right. <clears throat> so this guy, 
and yes, I'm going exactly where everyone assumes that I'm about to go, has been having, I don't, I don't get the exact number of surgeries, to transform himself into Red Skull. So how did they said sub-epidermal implants? So they implanted things throughout his forehead, yeah, his face, um, even cut off part of his nose. So it had that aspect to it because that's Red Skull. Part of his nose is chopped off. Um, tattooed his eyes, is now tattooing his face to match. It, I, the, I don't understand. The eyes were the creepiest part. The fact that he like, blacked out his eyes. Yeah, tattoo your eyeball, dude. That's got to be yeah. so painful. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Do I don't even want to think about what that process looks like. Oh. I don't even want to think about it. Well, you already just you looked at it and read about it. I did. It, so. <laughs> it was pretty gross. It's like they put like mini golf balls into his underneath yeah. the skin on his forehead. And it's like, and and I read one of the captions under the photos, like, you know, his great husband, father is super into body modification. You're into what you're into. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm not about it. I would love to interview this dude. I would for sure have him on the show and interview him. Just be like, yo, man. So what's your thought process here? I want to, yeah, I want to know why. That's yeah. what I want to know. Like, not to like put him on front street. I'm just curious. Like, what what do you think in the world? It's like, hmm, for the rest of my life, I want to look like this. I think he identifies with his personality. If he's got a family, how can you? I don't know. You're not getting part of that nose back. You're not setting a good example. That's for like your got kids. your nose. That <laughs> thumb isn't going back on there, buddy. Uh, yeah. I wonder what he do, what he does for work. <laughs> I don't I don't know, but now... I bet he works. I bet he works in sales. <laughs> well, oh, man. Uh, man, either you get in a lot of rooms or it's the exact opposite. Dude, he could, he could, he could blow this off. He could create a whole Instagram page. He could gain a huge following. Well, that's make, what make I'm money thinking. off Instagram. Like, that's what I'm thinking. He'll probably start doing eventually. Probably should. If Whether smart. that was the plan or not, but I mean, uh, one of the captions he was at like, uh, like a tattoo expo. Mm-hmm. So he was already like. Basically doing showings, mm-hmm. so you're you're right, man. He's probably gonna make money because of doing this. I would hope so. It's a big investment. Whew. It's something. <laughs> it, I wonder if he feels pain. Just on the on the reg. I wonder, dude. Probably ima- not. But imagine, I hope not. Imagine like how like weird that might feel for the rest of your life. Like implants in your forehead, mm-hmm. like in in your like I like eyebrows and you tattooed your eyeballs tattooed like man people think they got some balls doing face tattoos this guy is next fucking level Mm -hmm. do not mess he just won red skull just won real life but uh where's he from uh i think it was it said venezuela yes yeah from venezuela venezuela he lives there so um, yeah, I saw this. I was like, Tim, we've talked about a lot of different surgeries. This is it. <laughs> yeah, so I thought it was just interesting, different. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, not for me. Would love to talk to him about it. Yeah. So Let's get him on. <laughs> hey, we can try. <laughs> uh, I'm, all, I'm all set on my current events there, brother. Okay. Yeah. What, uh, what you got for some RLEs? Yeah, so I'm going to combine RLE with just some article reading that okay. I've been doing. Okay. <clears throat> well, actually, this was mostly prompted by someone sent me... Well, I posted a story last week about 
drinking my gallon of water mm-hmm. while I while I'm working out. I said my goal is to drink a gallon of these every day for the rest of my life. Speaking I wasn't being fully serious, but like I want to drink around that much if I can that much yeah. every day. Because what's wa- like your body weight divided by two is like the ideal ounces mm-hmm. per day ish. Yeah, ish. So depending on exercise, you know, regular activity level. Uh, also, if you want a good indicator, you know, most people know if you're urine is really dark and yellow you're very dehydrated Mm -hmm. uh you want you don't want it clear but you want it just a light uh hint of yellow when you pee right and that's like when you know you're probably the most optimally hydrated Mm -hmm. so can't go too far on the spectrum but you do want a little hint of yellow right right yeah so someone asked me like what are let's talk piss what are the actual benefits of drinking water and that's kind of why I want to talk about this today and some reading that I did to kind of prompt me drinking water mm-hmm. is, so your brain's 73% water. So they say drinking water increases brain power, provides energy, which is what it's done for me. Because what I've been trying to do lately is <clears throat> drink less coffee every day yeah. and find more natural sources of energy, whether it's through food, drink. Um, and I found that drinking water on a regular basis has given me energy. I always drink it. Right, I've talked about it on the show. I drink water right when I wake up in the morning. I chug it. Like I chug yeah. like a couple bottles worth right right when I wake up. Mm-hmm. I guess my, my bowels moving, it gets everything. Yeah. It gets me woken up. And I keeping that throughout the day, even though I'm going to the restroom a little bit more, it also I find that the afternoon time I don't really need that extra caffeine pickup anymore. Yeah. Because I've been drinking water. Well you always go to the restroom anyway. Yeah. You always gotta pee. Well, it's good. <laughs> it's also good for flushing out toxins because this article that I read, it compares toxins to boats floating through your body, and water consumption helps your body flush out waste mm. through mm-hmm. through sweat and urination, which is obvious, but that's another thing. It also promotes healthy weight management and fat loss because <clears throat> it aids in the removal of tiny uh, fat byproducts, which removes that stuff, makes you feel more full. Uh, and th- this is also for the ladies. It helps your complexion as well because your skin, Ooh, your skin is ladies. obviously, yeah, your skin's obviously an organ. So, and water makes up 60% of your body, so water helps you moisturize, keep it soft, remove wrinkles. Uh, and also, two, two more things, it helps boost your immune system, because it carries oxygen to your cells, helps cells function properly, so you're less likely to catch sickness, because your cells are working better, gets the oxygen it needs mm-hmm. in the most effective manner, and it prevents headaches. So, specifically dehydration headaches. For those people that are wondering why they're getting headaches, could be a variety of reasons, because you this is part of the reason why you get headaches when you go out for a night of drinking because obviously alcohol dehydrates you. And whenever you get dehydrated, it causes the brain to like temporarily shrink mm. when you're dehydrated. Um, and that kind of movement with your brain is why it hurts in the first place. So keeping, de- or keeping hydrated prevents headaches. So this has been huge for me. And it's one of those things where like, I think a lot of people know like, oh, water must be good for you. But understanding why and maybe one small like change in your diet which means drinking more water can have mm. a small impact like it did for me yeah no like, more headaches for myself and I just feel better energy like juices don't count either right like juice doesn't count right. sweet tea doesn't count water high mm-hmm. quality h2o exactly uh, so nice water breakdown yeah so for the people that Dang. really yeah so and and i just want to give some extra context with my story with it because i just I've been finding more natural ways to mm-hmm. get energy, and water's the easiest thing to do it. Yeah, it's man, it's easy because especially when you really enjoy good coffee, mm-hmm. so easy to just maybe have a sip of water. But oh, you want that Joe? Yeah, that hot morning Joe. 
Got to. Got to get that water in. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. If you're not used to drinking a lot of water, just up it by, like, a glass a day. Mm-hmm. I know we said, you know, half your body weight. Well, half your body weight to an ounce per pound between that range. Right. Uh, start with, like, an extra bottle of water a day. Like, just a little bit. Like, oh, I don't like drinking water. It's water. Drink it. <laughs> Everyone likes drinking water. Yeah. Um, and track it. Make, it. make it a competition with yourself. Have, like, a little visual in your calendar or something where you put tally marks for every yeah. bottle you drink. Look at your pee. Track it. Yeah, look at your pee. With a, mic- with a magnifying glass. Body's always telling you something. That's right. Yeah, so if you're ever feeling a... any of those things, decreased energy, headaches, trying to manage your weight a little bit better, it's amazing what water can do. I think your mom even talked about the importance of drinking water. When yeah. She uh, she's, she, she, she's, she's a big water person. She may, yeah. yeah she's <laughs> Got big, on, big on the water. Inkwell. Yeah. Coming come this Thursday. Slager's mom. Yes, sir. Be a good interview. Yeah, she, uh, it was funny. She was nervous. And we're she like, was. And we're like, what? And then I'm like, mm. no reason to. We started off and it was like a little nervous mm-hmm. first time in front of a mic. And uh, no, she did She did good, man. I'm yeah. excited for people to listen to that one. I think people will enjoy that. Mm-hmm. And I've always been impressed with people who like just come onto our podcast who have, this is the first time they've done a podcast interview mm-hmm. and how like e- easy they've all transitioned into it. Yeah. Talking with it. Right. I think that's, I mean, I think that's a good skill for a podcaster to have is make people feel comfortable. Well, that's so. the thing. Once like people get rolling on their mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. They, they forget there's a microphone here. Exactly. It's so cool to see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I don't know. I, I saw that a lot. Not, not that, uh, when we interviewed Josh Gall, not that I thought he was super nervous, but he, he had told me he was a little bit. Mm-hmm. But once he started talking about like his art and how he brings it to life to, to really deliver that message to someone through his artwork and how, how he does his thing, I, you know, there was no more microphone. It was just oh, no. we were finding out he was all the raw shit, you know. So spitting off fire. Love yeah, it. I, uh, I like that. Good. Yeah, nice water. Um. But I said that because I think my mom did the same thing. She was a little nervous. And then one of her comments was like, you know, some of your guys' episodes are long. I was like, yeah, it's easy to do. And we, we ran an hour 15 with her. I'm like, mom, that was an hour 15, just so you know. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, really? Yes. Welcome to, welcome to my life, Yoast. Welcome to OTD. <laughs> um, my RLE was from this weekend. I was at a very good buddy's uh, bachelor party. I was at Canada's bachelor party. And uh, so... We, we've been talking on some, some issues I've been dealing with and struggles, internal battles, all that goodness. And uh, I was like, all right, got to work real hard on being present all weekend. You know, you're hanging mm-hmm. with some of your closest friends, guys you haven't seen in a while, people that are flying from this place, driving from that place. You know, it's like don't get in your self-sulk, even if it's just internally and no one can see it. Don't try to leave it. And uh, so it's... Yeah, man. I hardly looked at my phone much uh, on on Saturday. Tried not to really uh, worry about my stuff, and was like just present with with mm-hmm. the with the boys. So it, it was one of those where it's like, all right, not that feelings go away or change, but you you figure out a way to to better handle it or manage it mm-hmm. publicly. Yeah. So and how did it make you feel to be able to? Be fully present, submerged in the moment. Dude, I had such a blast. Mm-hmm. I had such a blast with with people that I I don't get to talk to. Yeah. Not that I don't get to. We, you know, life happens, and but 
it was all those you picked it up right where you left off the last time. Mm-hmm. So did really well in some beers be this weekend. Good. Very well. Yeah, you would have been pleased. Good. Um, yeah, but it, it was it was one of those like okay that that was healthy. I needed that. No, needed a little some of that. So um, strange when things come when you need it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that that was my my thing was being present and just because I know I've been having to work harder than usual lately on doing that. Yeah. So, well, let's talk about being present. I think I mean it's good for anybody to find that one thing that you can do where you're not trying to compare your moment to anybody else's moment. Like mm-hmm. you talk about being present, putting your phone down. When you're on your phone in a social situation and you're looking at your Instagram or you're looking, you're worrying about other things you're in a sense comparing your situation to someone else's because you're you're worrying about someone else. Mm-hmm. It's taking away from what you're doing and you're kind of balancing it and comparing. When you put your phone down, you have nothing to compare your current moment situation to. You're fully submersed. You have no standard of what you want to be doing at the moment because you're doing what you want to be doing. Right. And I'm sure you got so much value. Like, and that just go. I mean, you create memorable moments with people when you when they've got your 100% full attention. I'm yeah. sure, you, sure you felt that. You said it was for a bachelor party? Yeah, it was a bachelor yeah. party. And, and, nice. and yeah, Kwanzi just wanted to keep it like more chiller, yard games, there was a pool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was it was cool, man. And, and uh, I know I said some of that earlier, but it, uh, it I had to think about, I've told this story here before when, when I was playing travel basketball when I was younger. Excuse me. Um, and we were at... Uh, we played on different teams, but still a buddy of mine at his house, uh, big group of us, um, you know, guy friends, girlfriends, uh, just hanging out. And his dad was telling the story. His dad was one of the coaches. And this guy can get a little intense. Mm-hmm. Let's put it that way. Good guy gets gets intense. And uh, so he's telling a story. We're all kind of listening. And there's this girl on her phone. She's texting, doing whatever. And he stops. He goes, hey. And we all just... We're kind of looking at him like, we see who he's talking to, but her head is down in her phone. She has no idea that he's getting her attention. He goes, hey, you texting on your phone right now. And she like looks up, like puts it down immediately. Like, wait, what? He goes, yeah, who are you texting? She goes, oh, my friend. And he's like, well, I'm telling a story here. Like, is that person more important than me right now? It's like that one dude in that classroom. Yeah, he's like, you're in, uh, you're with me in, in real time. We're here together in person if... There's someone, if you're texting someone, they're more important than me. You should go be with that mm-hmm. person. And so it's like one of those of like, you know, put the phone down and be with the people that you're really supposed to be with. Right. Or is someone or something else more important? Mm-hmm. So you have to, and it's a hard, it's a hard switch. It's always good to check in with people, yeah. I guess, but do oh, it. Oh, for sure. I'm do not it. saying like, yeah. oh, you cannot yeah. look at, no, check your phone. Don't let it ruin a moment. Right. Do it when like. That's what, what I'm getting at. Yeah. Exactly. Makes sense. And so it was just like, yeah, it, it was good for me to just, you know, not, not try to look at it all or, or worry about anything else. Yeah. No, that's good. Great burgers and hot dogs that day too. Yeah. Phenomenal. What are your favorite yard games? Yard drinking games? Beersby. I uh, love that. I love bags or cornhole, mm-hmm. whatever you call it. I like yeah. hillbilly golf, where you throw, oh, yes, throw the, the little golf balls connected by a string on those. I'm surprisingly pretty good at that. Yeah, yeah. I like that one. Frisbee cup, that one's a classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude. Uh, can jam. Can jam. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't find myself playing that as much as everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I have before. It's a fun game, but man, Beersby is just, that's a good time. Oh, yeah. So if you don't know what Beersby is, there's two PVC pipes. You do an angled cut on the bottom, so it's like a stake. You drive it right in the ground, empty beer bottle on each one, and you have a Frisbee. The bottle hits the, the ground, it's two points. Uh, the Frisbee hits the ground, it's one point. Usually kind of gentleman's rules, not too high, not too low, et cetera, et cetera. You can't catch the Frisbee before it hits the, the post mm-hmm. or in front of the post. Right. It's so fun. It's I know. It, game, I know man. it sounds team game. Oh, it's just another drinking game. Yeah, but like it's just really fun. Yeah, it's and, it's fun to work with someone else towards a, a similar goal. Yeah, love and, the competition aspect. And so you know? we're all like, man, we we haven't done stuff like this in school. So it's like kind of fun when you just you you throw it back a little bit to mm-hmm. like ah, we're just you know everyone's over twenty one, obviously, but you're just throwing it back a little bit, like back to the good old days. Back to the good old days. Well, not it. that these days aren't good, but you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, dude. Uh, what do you think about hitting some book talk here? Yeah, got some good things today. Um, yeah, so I was reading an article. Uh, a NBA professor, Scott Galloway. He's a lecturer in marketing at New York University. He was speaking at the Digital Life Design Conference, and there was this article I read that kind of recapped it. And he talked about three easy rules to achieve remarkable success. And I know that we there's Everyone always claims that they have the, the checklist of things to be successful, but I liked these three things. So the first one he said was show up early. You should always assume that whoever you're going to meet is busier and more important than you. you got to assume that this person prepared for this meeting just like you should have. And you should also assume that whoever you're meeting with has a list of people that would rather be in your position. So respect that. Be early. People remember people who are on time. I know. Both of us can work on being on time. I can definitely work on being mm-hmm. on time. The biggest struggle for me is I'm always, I always have a, a good reason for being late. I'm always, I'm, I'm always, I'm always working. <laughs> let's stop there. I always have a good reason for yeah, being I'm late. Yeah, I'm always working. If I'm late, it's because I'm working on something memorable. I'm not going to be late for a meeting if I'm watching freaking Netflix beforehand. If yeah. I have nothing better to do with my life, uh, you I am watching Netflix. <laughs> I just think that whole sentence was funny. But yeah, that's something I got to work on. Like if I'm working on something meaningful, just remember, this meeting that I'm going to is meaningful to them, and i got to respect that person. So. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's meaningful to me. Well, then it's like, your time's better than mine. Mm-hmm. You know, people are like, exactly. you're late, you're wasting my time, so my time isn't valuable to yeah. you. So. And that sets in real fast. Right. So narrow-minded by me to think that my work's important, but be on time, show up, show up early. That's number one. Number two is have good manners. Mark Cuban mm. said the, the most underrated skill in business is being polite. It's true. So say thank you. Acknowledge people when they do something awesome. If you see someone who's struggling, offer help. Don't tell them anything, but offer help. Like, hey, do you, do you need any help on that? Be mm-hmm. polite. People remember people who are polite, regard, no matter what. So that's the second thing. And then third thing is follow up. So that's the thing that separates good salespeople from great salespeople. Follow up. Send people articles that could relate to them, that bases something on what you were talking about with them. Make mm-hmm. effort to make some type of connection with someone who you talked to like a week or two ago. Send people a thank you text. Send people a message saying that you care about them. Send people a message if, if you talk with some something with someone, like if they have a big test coming up, big interview, something. Back to that question I was telling you about, don't ask people, how are you? Say, is there anything you're looking forward to coming up? So mm-hmm. ask about the circle back question that you asked them about that. People remember people who are follow, who follow up and do what they say they're going to do. And yeah. that's what makes you memorable. So I thought mm-hmm. that those are three simple rules that 
that make sense and are pr- fairly easy to, to work on. Because I think the biggest thing, I mean, having good manners is probably the easiest one. Showing up early takes a little more effort. But I think follow-up is, is the thing that really separates people from mm-hmm. people who are going to remember for a while. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I like uh, all these things. Like these three things, it, it reminds me of the book, The Slide Edge. You mm-hmm. would you would really enjoy it. Uh, if I could give the most brief premise of that book, uh, it talks about things that are easy to do, easy to not do. But if you do those easier things, like they will advance you tenfold above the next person. Mm-hmm. Um, so showing up early, good manners, and following up. Easy to do, easy to do, easy to not do. All three of those things. Um, but at, to your point, when you do those things consistently with, with everybody, you know, some days it's going to be harder than others to, to have good manners. Some days you just don't have it. Uh, you know, mitigate those, but we're human. Those are going to happen. Uh, but having all three of these consistent in your arsenal, people will recognize that. Mm-hmm. And that's, like you said, leads to better relations too. Yeah. So, and I like how you said about doing the things that you say you're going to do because over, I don't know, I'd say close to the last year, well, no, more so last six months when I've kind of honed in on making sure I do that. Not that I would just lie to people. Sometimes I would think, ah, I was going to do that, but I think this is more important to do right now. Even if I said something to someone else, if I thought, ah, this is just more important, um, you know, I'm sticking with, no, I said I was going to do this first, so I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. And so that's something I've really been working on is, you know, make sure everything that you say you're going to do is something that you're going to do. Yeah. So, because it's, it's easy to, to go the other way on that. Mm-hmm. And I, I found myself getting in a, excuse me, unfortunate habit of, of doing that with certain things and people. So it was like, okay. Lock it up, and uh, you know, actions have to follow the words. Mm-hmm. I like that. So, I, I like that you brought that up. Yeah, and improving in any one one of these three things doesn't even have to be like a mountainous improvement. Mm-hmm. Like small small improvements. Take there's got to be like ten minutes in your day where you can pick out ten minutes where you've been scrolling through Instagram, doing meaningless scrolling. And you can use that ten minutes to follow up with a couple of people. For me, I've been working on whenever I'm sitting on the toilet in the morning. <laughs> that's what my that, that's that, that's what I use for follow up time and for sending for reading articles. And every time I read an article, I always think of one person I can send it to. So, so everyone who gets follow ups and articles from Tim, I just want you to know that while he's pooping, he's thinking about you. I promise I won't send the poop emoji. It'll come later. <laughs> but yeah. No, find find that moment in your day where you can you can send people stuff. Follow up. Or when you poop. Yeah, or when you poop. <laughs> when you when you eat, whatever. <laughs> if you're eating lunch by yourself for the day, use it to yeah. connect with people. Yeah. I uh use that phone for good. So I I, I did I did a uh, a thing that I said I was going to stop doing and I started another book while I'm still finishing Don't mm. Sweat the Small Stuff. And uh, but I, I started it because I think it's, as we've talked about, as you know, applicable to some uh, some things I'm I'm going through. It's called getting getting the love you want, and I referred to it when we talked to Keith Magnus, uh, which his episode is going to come in a few weeks. Uh, Director of Counseling Services at Butler, great episode, um, and 
what what this has gotten into so far it talks uh, right now I'm in more of the um, sciency portion of maybe not sciency but where we look for uh, life partners uh, we seek our caretakers as well all the good mm-hmm. and bad mm-hmm. you know so if someone has uh, bad um, memories from mom or dad or uncle whoever really raised them then they might seek that subconsciously in a life partner whether it's good bad everything in between so I thought that was super interesting like ah that makes sense on some things no doubt but what I wanted to get into from that was projecting so what you project uh, the types of traits characteristics qualities that that you want to have in a life partner it's what you're truly projecting so if you think you're oh yeah no I'm, I got all the good stuff like you know I'm nice I have good manners like well is it really all that or are you still attracting the stuff that the bad stuff that you may not know you're still struggling with mm-hmm. and so yeah they've referred to it as projecting and, and Keith uh, talked about projecting as well because um, he talked a little bit on relationship counseling but not too much but I thought it was interesting. I'm, I'm reading more of stuff that we've talked about with people. I'm like, man, you know, this is some real life. Mm-hmm. That's like, you know, some people might knock a, a type of self-help book or anything like that. But if we already talked about it before I even read it, like that's as real life as it gets. It's not like people are blowing smoke up your skirt all the time mm-hmm. with books and, and self-improvements and things. So, uh, yeah, I, I thought that was interesting, but I had to admit my... I started another book and I'm not done. Hey, no, that's a good problem to have. Truth comes out on the podcast, Tim. Yeah, I have a question. Do you think people project, like when we talk about projecting, do you think they project with the intention to show that to people who they look for in a partner? Or do you think we have times in our life where we project things in front of like women that we don't mean to project about ourselves, but may attract the wrong women for us? Do you think that happens? I think both. Like in college, like I can, I can just think times in college, like, I, I act, I mean, I can think of times where I didn't act the best in front. I mean, I was always respectful with women, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't say I acted 24-7 the, the right way I'd want to go and seek out a partner. So. Find me someone who does. Right. That's, yeah. Um, not to defend any faults or mistakes, but, oh, man. Especially dudes, man. When do we ever get it right the first time? Yeah. <laughs> Idiots, man. That's why we need everything explained to us. Like, spell it out, literally. Mm-hmm. We, we're not that good. <laughs> no, we do just fine. But we just need a little more help sometimes. Yeah. In my personal experience, I'm not knocking the male race. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, no, yeah, I, I thought it was just, I'm like, man, we're already kind of hitting this stuff. This all makes perfect sense because we've talked it out with someone already. I'm reading about it. Like, I obviously needed to hear about it talk about it read about it if it keeps you know i got that just keeps tapping me like hey you're gonna learn about this some more i must need it so that's kind of how i've been looking at what i read and listen to as well like oh man that one hit home mm-hmm. i've told you that's how like that's how church hits me some, yeah. some things will just be like dude wasn't ready for that one but all right mm-hmm. you know and like happy gilmore is like getting hit with balls 364 more days till next year's hockey tryouts gotta toughen up <laughs> Sometimes just it's like a baseball to the head, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that, that's my book talk, Getting the Love You Want by uh, Harville Hendricks. Mm-hmm. So, good. So far, so good. Uh, but yeah, still, still learning more stuff. Yeah, good. 
Well, uh, I think I'm good on book talk. I just want I, I want to leave one one thing, just a constant reminder to always like the highest value uses of your time from the eighty twenty book. How it eighty mm. percent of your results come from twenty percent of your activities, whatever. I just want it's just a constant reminder reminder to continue to do things that advance your overall purpose in life. And that all comes from defining your overall purpose, whether for me it's helping people and reaching people reach a higher level of success. So continue to read about people who have done the same way. Continue to read about people who have been successful in what you're trying to be successful in. Read about things that are going to help you move towards that overall purpose in life. So I just want to end on that. So some fiery knowledge there, Tim. Mm -hmm. Do you got anything else for today? Not after that enlightenment. (laughs) I'm good, baby. Yeah. People, enjoy enjoy the week. Look forward to our uh, episode coming out on Thursday. Slager, you want to get a, a quick little intro on that before we go? Yes. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, like we said earlier, we interviewed my mom. She mm-hmm. is a healthy lifestyle coach. She mm-hmm. was a pharmacist for about 30 years at Walgreens. Uh, she talks about the split with that. Um, we talked about relationships when that happens and, and people you might not necessarily leave behind, but you do have to move on for, from, from that for a while. And... Uh, so it gets super interesting in that. It gets a little deep uh, with some life decision making and and what she does now. Uh, she's a nutritionist as well, so she uh, she's a hustler, man. That, that's a good one. Um, I don't know. I'm biased because it, it was my mom, so I'm interested to see what people think about it. But I, you know, I tell people when when you uh, meet my mom, I make a lot more sense. Yeah, definitely. So I don't know. It, you'll you'll probably hear that through through her. Uh, interview as well if, if you've been following the show and you kind of know our vibe our gist uh i will make more sense after mm-hmm. you listen to her so yeah if yeah find out more inkwellcoaching.com yeah if you want to find, read up a little bit before the interview but mm-hmm. yeah yeah so uh and hey if if you guys like the show uh if you're getting uh, some good value from it we'd really appreciate if you head over to itunes uh leave us a five-star rating and review then dm us that you did uh because we don't know people by Apple ID names. So just leave us a, a DM in, on the Instagram. Like, hey, this was me. I left this. Give us a good mailing address. And uh, that's no charge to you. We, we take care of that. So um, I know it's only a sticker, but I think they're really sweet. They're awesome. And it takes, how many seconds did you say to get on your phone and go to iTunes and leave a review, Tim? 30. 30 seconds. If you have 30 seconds out of 24 hours today, we appreciate those 30 seconds more mm. than you know. We'd love to hear from you. And if you can think of anybody that would be a cool addition to the show as a guest, please feel free to let us know because I've already been reaching out to people who have been referred to us to the show. So, yeah. so we do listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we love engaging. All right. Thanks again, everybody. <laughs>